Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Climbers, if you want to write hits, we're mostly at the mercy of a great idea. But how do we get those great ideas? Are we at the mercy of inspiration for them to drop in on us? No we can have a hand in getting those great ideas. And we're going to talk about that today on The Climb. Johnny, do that thing. Before I do that thing, can this also, can this trick you're about to show us, this magic, can it also work for song titles? Quite possibly, yeah. Asking for a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to The Climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. Leverage is everything, y'all. This is your ticket. This is your Willy Wonka golden ticket to everything that you want. When you got leverage, you're riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels, man. That's a Landau power steering and a new roof right there. That's what that is. So you tell everybody, you show everybody. This is what we can do. And everybody's like, you can. Let's work together. Mm -hmm. Right? There's no potential involved. There's no salesmanship. It's like, hey, check it out. Oh. It sells itself. All you artists that are bad at selling yourselves and feel a little self-conscious about that, I get it. Leverage is the magic pill, right? That's why we call it the climb. C-L-I-M-B, creating leverage in the music business. That's a Baxter name. That's from Brett Baxter. He's a friend. He's a Christian. He's a genius. <laughs> Good man. And he's also a hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. And he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and then he connects you to the pros. It's the complete cycle required. And you can find him wherever you want, whenever you (laughs) want. Right here on songwritingpro.com. That's the cool sounds of Brent Baxter with his right add-on at songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Donnell. <laughs> Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Listen, if you're looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. Hello. Believe me, this past week, you're glad you're not another Johnny D this past week. <laughs> yeah, enough misery for five Johnny D's. Ah, but I'm past it. I'm through it. I'm better. I caught the really nasty flu, y'all, and I'm good now. I'm back. Back in black. That's right. So, five P's. We're going to get into some... How to find some song ideas and some song titles. Good. And song titles, yeah. Yes, this also works for song titles, because... I'm a title first guy, usually. So normally when I'm talking about song ideas, it, it comes from, starts with a title, and then I dig into it and try to find the the idea in that title. So yeah, this definitely works for song titles, which is helpful for you because that way you can send in more titles to the song title challenge because we're always in need of good or even bad. As long as you're usable bad, there's bad that's not usable. 
But usable bad is challenging, which is all right, too, because it is a challenge. Yeah. But tell them how to send in songs to the song title challenge where me and you and another pro will sit down and bat that sucker around like a cat with a mouse or something <laughs> and show you all how songwriters dig into ideas and hopefully find great ideas out of titles and all that good stuff. Where do we send them? What's info at? Yeah, info at daredevilproduction.com. You put STC or song title challenge in the subject line. That's right. So it ends up in the right folder. If you don't, it won't. I mean, can you just, just rattle off just five of the biggest names that we've had on song title challenge so far that people at this caliber might actually help flesh out your idea for crying out loud? Go. Oh, mercy. We've had, we've, it's been fun because lately we kind of run, run the gamut of rockers like Anthony Quarter from Tora Tora. We have, Country hit makers like Chris Wallen, who wrote like Don't Blink for Kenny Chesney. We've had Bluegrassers. We've had, you know, Southern Gospel and CCM. Anthony writers. Smith. We've Anthony had Smith just Ken had one Boise. drop of We've Ken had Hall of Famer. So, I mean, Dave, uh, Dave Brainerd. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, these are the people that you want to write with. You actually get to like kind of write with them in a certain kind of in a way, in a way mm-hmm. if you send that in. But you know what? You got to put more than three seconds of thought into that title. You know what I mean? That's right. And it's still your title. We're not going to write it. We're just going to maybe show you. I have to say this now, too. There's been a, there's been a string of mathematical song title challenges. These are not these. We don't mean challenge like we need to learn math again. Like, you know, disproving the Pythagorean theorem is not a song title. (laughs) You still got to think in terms of, you know, your audience, like what are they going to get? Right. Like and and I'm just going to throw this out there, too, because I'm feeling a little ire in me right now. But if you're going to do something like that's just cliche, something that you've heard a million times, what I want you to do is this. Write it down on a piece of paper. Write down a bunch of them on a piece of paper, all your cliche ideas, write them all down and then cut out every single word and put them on the table like a puzzle and then mix them all up and put two new words together and send that in. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. All right. So before we get started, let's take care of a little business really fast. Let's do a Facebook group. It's facebook.com forward slash group forward slash the climb community. You want to join it. You have to ask to join it. We let everybody in. But everybody's in there helping each other. We've had lots of connections that have happened in there. So if you're looking for a contemporary, a place of your peers that maybe you can get some answers from and hook up with, you know, on a business level, then, hey, this is a great place to do it, right? Lots of co-writes. Mm-hmm. And you want your wins to be celebrated, man. We take care of that. Brent, do we have any wins? What's going on with these people? Oh, wait, hold on. We got to give, we got to give, we got to give somebody else a shout out real quick. We, you know who I'm talking about. All right. To Sonny Joe Graham. Mm-hmm. Sonny Joe. Sonny Joe, she texted me and she said, Hey man, I heard in the last episode, you're talking about you're overwhelmed because I got this huge corporate project going on and, you know, putting out all this stuff with the podcast and, you know, and thank God for Ren for editing it. Right. Because (laughs) that's like, that's a big load off my plate. And then Sonny's like, you know, well, Hey man, I'd like to volunteer my time to do the graphics. If you guys are interested in that. And I was like, Oh, it made me tear up a little bit. (laughs) This this podcast really matters to me. And the text that she sent was just like, so perfectly worded, dude, like a, oh. like a songwriter. And I'm just like, so of course you're not going to say no to this, right? Like she could have said, hey, asshole, I'll do your graphics for you. And I would have been like, oh my God, I love you. Just to hear you stop whining. Yeah. But she didn't say that. She's no. way classier than me. And she, it was beautiful what she wrote. And I sent it to you mm-hmm. and then I got sick. So it took me a while to get back to her, you know, but I was like, yes, we would love for you to do that. So Sonny Joe, you're going to see a different style happen now on these graphics. Mm. And I think we needed that 
pattern interrupt for sure. So we're super grateful for you, yeah. Sunday. And there's a big shout out for Johnny on the climb. Brent's about to give you one, but thank you. Yes, thank you. And uh, Sunday Joe is able to do that because she has two things. She has Jesus and time, That's right. which is also the name of her single that's maybe dropping by the time this episode oh. comes out, if not <laughs> right around then. So Jesus and time. So thank you for your Jesus and your time, Sunday Joe. But we're not done with the shout outs. Uh, this like the Sunday Joe episode because some of the wins, and this is not in the climb community yet because I just announced it the morning of this recording. It's the the winners of the co-write pitch event with Chris Buck. He's a Canadian artist. He's on Sakamoto Music up there. So he's releasing singles, has a good single out there right now called She Gone. And we're doing a co-write pitch event where people send in songs and song starts. And then I pick the 10 that I think have the best chance of catching Buck's ear for a co-write. And then we're going to get on a Zoom meeting and meet with him and listen to stuff. So we do a top 10. We also do an on hold. The on hold don't get played live during the event, but they do get sent to Chris for his like perusal. And he can listen like, ooh, I'm going to write that too. But we have several climbers on the list. Now, we I may not list all of you because I don't know who all is climbers on this list and who isn't. But there are a few I'm sure are. And we have K Mott has one in the top 10. We have Scott Miller. We nice. have, uh, let's see, Casey Carpenter, Patrick Dodge, Jane Sachs, Larry Powell. Adam Carpenter, some of those. We have some others. So you want to check the blog over at songwritingpro.com to see if your name is on the list. We also have on the on hold, we have Sunday Joe Graham and Chris Tiscarino. Nice. We have Lucy LeBlanc, Marla Rubenstein, Will Gunnell. He has one and he's a climber. And so anyway, so those are some wins from that that I just wanted to share today. So we're going to either get your song or get you and your song in front of Chris Buck and to listen to he signed to Anthem Entertainment as, as a pro songwriter and he's also on a record label and putting out singles and hopefully we're going to hook you up some co-writes and hopefully you can not bump me off the record his next record but we can be on his next record together that's what i'm hoping don't bump me but if it happens it happens i'll be like a proud (laughs) don't bump me (laughs) all right so uh, so are those the wins those are our wins today we'll dig back into the climb community but those are climber wins so all right, so listen, follow or subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about it. Let's get down to work right now. Let's go. Let's do this. All right, so we're at the mercy of, of a great idea. So I'm pretty sure, you know, we all know the painful moment when you look at the blank page and then you look at your co-writer and you kind of shrug and be like, I got nothing, right? That's just an awful feeling. I don't like that feeling. I've had that feeling. I've had that feeling with pro writers that it's like it feels awful, like, all right, but all those painful empty seconds and minutes are forgotten and redeemed in those moments when you like finally get onto something special, right? Mm-hmm. And the good news is this. Yes, while you are at the mercy of the great idea, we are not helpless. All right, we are an active participant in the process, or at least we should be an active participant in the process. See, if we hope to have sustained success as an artist or a writer, we have to be an active participant in the process. So today I want to talk about four ways to help you have your best chance of walking into a writer's room with a quality title and song idea. Awesome. Yes. So we're just going to dive into them. The four P's. That's right. The four P's of findings. Are the first three proper prior planning. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, these are different. Number one is be proactive. Proactive. Yeah. The thing is, you can't just wait around for great ideas to hit you over the head while you're waiting in line at Starbucks. It's great if that happens, and it might happen from time to time, but that's not going to happen consistently enough to sustain a career, right? Because this is what we're aiming at here, consistent career trajectory, right? We want to keep climbing that climb, right? So we're not looking to write one great song. We want to write 
a bunch of them, a career's worth of great songs. So you have to go out and you have to seek ideas. If you find yourself getting inspired during certain activities or during certain settings, you want to be intentional about putting yourself in those situations. Like, don't wait for it. Like for me, I know one thing that inspires me is listening to new music, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I don't get ideas directly out of those songs, but it just gets the wheels turning, the juices flowing. So like without fail, if I put on the new record by so-and-so that I haven't heard yet, I'll listen to it. And even if I'm just listening like while I'm around the house or I'm doing some work or I'm brushing my teeth or whatever, bam, 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 titles, song ideas start popping into my head. That's something that consistently gives me like creative juices, right? Mm -hmm. So it's smart for me to go on a regular basis. I'm going to listen to new music. One, it keeps me current. Two, lets me know what people are doing, whatever. But also it sparks song ideas. Yeah. So what is that for you? Pay attention. Like when do you get song ideas? If there's something like, oh, when I go walk the dogs, man, especially if I'm in a, you know, walk down the street, I don't normally walk down, whatever. I get inspired. Great. Your dog is going to be really fit because you're going to go on lots of walks intentionally to capture those song ideas. If it's watching certain TV shows. Great. Okay, schedule that in because that can actually be some creative time. So you want to actively search for ideas, maybe in books or movies and conversation, art, personal reflection, you know, morning pages, that kind of thing. The Julia Cameron the artist way, yeah. I think the morning pages you want. And, and can, can, can we just, uh, can, can, I'm sorry, let me know if you're like, yeah, when, when you go to like, in terms of like the fear of plagiarism, right? Or copying mm-hmm. or something like that, you have to understand that in different parts of your journey, that activity of going after something like that, the, the intent and the skill set behind the intent change as you get better, right? Mm-hmm. So when we're kind of coming up on our songwriting or we're coming up on our artistry, we're mimicking, right? Yeah. That's because something turned us on. That's what we wanted to do. So we're completely almost like plagiarizing and stuff. And I think when we make that shift into finding our own taste, mm-hmm. then we're a little afraid of going backwards on that. But John and Paul were like, good artists borrow, great artists steal. And they'll <laughs> right, yeah. go in and just look. And, and my point being that like some of the coolest stuff I wrote as a songwriter, I was trying to like directly rip off a Beatles song mm-hmm. just because I'm like, love those chord changes. I'm going to do this thing to it. And I'm going to mess like as if you would ever, right? Mess with the Beatles. Yeah. And then you just come up with your own warped version of this thing. And it just sounds like you, but it's really cool. So go down that road. You know what I mean? Like when you hear something, you're like, oh, and just go down that exercise, right? Put that time yeah. into it. Because then you change one chord or you or just because you're not John and Paul is going to come out differently, right? Yeah. You're going to have your own wording. You're going to have an updated lyric. You're going to have some of this stuff. So, yeah, don't be afraid of that. And I've also heard a, a phrase that was that if you steal from one source, it's plagiarism. If you steal from many sources, it's research. Or or, or chat box GPT. <laughs> Which I want to do an episode on that coming up, but it's in the queue for me at some point. <laughs> but bottom line is if you want to get struck by lightning, you have to go stand outside in the rain. You have to be willing to go outside in the rain if you want to get struck by lightning. If we're never slow down enough and we're only waiting on inspiration to strike, it's like we're inside the house going, man, I sure like to get struck by lightning. No, it's raining. It's always raining. Go stand in the rain if you want to get struck by lightning. So number one is be proactive. So I do things like song title habit, which every day, Uh and I've done it every day for a while now, go in and I got to come up with a new song title. Yeah. Okay. And I have my journal and I write it down and I track it because if it gets measured, it gets managed. And I manage that because I don't want to miss a day. Yeah. And that's part of that being proactive. 
So number two is be patient. So we talked about going outside and standing in the rain to be struck by lightning. Don't expect lightning to strike by like the third raindrop. You got to show up and then you got to stay up. And when it comes to developing the idea, you have to let the idea form fully. I know the thrill of finding a great title. It's something pops in your head or you see it on a billboard somewhere, whatever it is. It's like, oh man, that's awesome. And I know how it feels like when you can't wait to write that song. And that's great. Go ahead and start working on it. But don't be in such a hurry to write a song with a great title that you miss the opportunity to write a great song with a great title. Yeah. I'm going to say that again. So don't be in such a hurry to write a song with a great title that you miss the opportunity to write a great song with a great title. This is where song title challenge comes into it, which we model every other Friday on the show. And it would help if you send us cool titles or even like interesting, challenging titles. You can see how we do it. Bouncing that ball back and forth, which you can do on your own. I do it on my own. I was doing it. You know, I think it was yesterday. I was working on one. doing it on your own. I've got yeah. cuts doing it on my own for sure. It's gotten results for me. And that's why I keep doing it. The thing is maybe not every one of those song title challenges works. Well, they all work. There's not an unsuccessful one. They just may not all turn into great songs. That's right. But doing it is part of the patient process of developing those ideas. So you want to, you know, go ahead and dive in. Hey, if you get a version of it, that's cool. And a burst of inspiration, maybe that's the one, but let it breathe a little bit. Go back, take another look at it. It might need some rewriting. I was telling some of my coaching clients the other day that great songs are not written. Great songs are rewritten. That's just a common pearl of wisdom that's been floating around music row for who knows how long but also like if your co-writer writes at 100 miles an hour and doesn't like to rewrite you do not want to bring a half-baked song idea into that right i've written with people like that they're not grinders they are like left lane hammer down let's go oh cool title and it's like oh my gosh is drinking from the fire hydrant and in two hours is like okay cool all right i'm done on to the next. You're like, ah, that wasn't great. <laughs> and when I've had that happen and it hasn't turned out great, it's normally because I bring in a half-baked idea that needs some more cooking. Yeah. Now, I have other writers that they're going to cook in the room. Even if you bring in something that's brilliant, they're still going to pull it apart, put it back together, walk it around the block, because they want to make sure that that is the coolest angle. And that's awesome. They're not, yeah, they're just not going to full speed ahead, ready, fire, aim. Yeah. No, they're ready, aim, 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 aim. Okay, now we're fired. And that's cool. So you just have to know who you're working with. For those people that are left lane hammered down, I'm going to make sure the idea is fully formed, fleshed out, mapped out, bring it in. So that way I know when I have to change lanes or whatever, when you're going 90 miles an hour, it's cool. I know where the turns are. That's cool. I'm ready to go. I know where we're going. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
with Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Man, has anybody ever written a song called that? Called what? Left Lion Hammer Down? Uh, no, I got that from... Uh, this is me paying attention to what you to. say and also the point of the podcast episode today. And listen, <laughs> guys, Johnny's in school right now. And it's like, Left Lion Hammer Down. That's, That's a freaking right. song title challenge. Well, it's funny because I got that from the worst football coach in Arkansas history. <laughs> uh, that was his motto. Like, we're going to be Left Lane Hammer Down. Well, no, we were roadkill because he was a terrible coach and lost a team and won like no sec games in two years and we fired his butt we were were right shoulder shovel out we were (laughs) (laughs) we ended up in the ditch so it's like uh, i kind of almost didn't want to use that phrase because it's triggers me a little bit to remember that dark dark time in arkansas history (laughs) football history but anyway at least it's over now Ugh, anyway, but yes, it would make a good title, but I ain't going to write it because it gives a nasty taste in my mouth. Someone else can write it, and I'll shudder a little bit every time I hear it on the radio. Maybe I'll just keep that in my back pocket, and I'll just pull that out. And make me work on it during the song title challenge. Whenever I can't, when I got like, and make you work on the song title challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that part. I was just thinking like, okay, when I go through a pile of song titles, it's just like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. and I'm like, okay, like these are not, these are not working. That's funny. If we got a rock star on, you know what I mean? A rock star songwriter, then I'm going to be like, ah, oh, that could be one. Like a piece of gold we can pull out to, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe we can do that. I can guarantee that I won't be thinking about it ahead of time. So <laughs> it'll still be fresh. All right. So basically the idea on this is it's worth being patient in the pursuit of greatness. It is worth being patient in the pursuit of greatness. Again, don't be in such a hurry to write a song with a great title that you miss the opportunity to write a great song with a great title. So if you get a burst of inspiration, rock on, go back, rewrite, make it make sense. The song title, challenge it, let us simmer a little bit till you find the best idea to go with that cool title. So, so far we're halfway there. We got be proactive, be patient. Not every title is going to be a great one. I mean, my son, Ozzy, he's uh, one of my three sons. Ozzy, he's he's a creative like me. So he's a writer. He wants to make movies. He wants to write books and all this kind of stuff. Cool. And so he's like, oh, I need a great idea for superhero or a movie or a book i'm like and this is my i stole from james altucher i think but or maybe it was seth godin but ozzy you know how you get a great idea how get a lot of bad ideas you just start pumping out ideas and there's no bad ideas it's just part of that process and then eventually you find and you refine and that sort of thing 
And then we've even talked about like, oh, the hero's journey. I've taught him about that. Uh-huh. And okay. And we start pointing out in movies like, oh, see, there's a call to action. There's a refusal of the call. Here's a, here's a all is lost moment. And like, now you just put your own things on top of it. Yeah. And then you have the structure, you know, but come up with a lot of bad ideas. Yeah. Anyway. So same thing for writers. We have to be patient. I mean, the idea I wrote or the title I wrote today for my daily song, uh, my song title habit is not great. But it's all right. I don't have to figure out what it's about right now. I may never, but eventually I'll follow it up with a song title challenge, you know, for myself. Yeah. And we'll figure out if it's something really cool or not. It's all right. I don't have to know today. You know what? I mean, it's, it's like that same approach I took to when, like when I got off the road and like I never hit the gym in my life, you know, like on the road. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just felt giant. Like, you know, I need to start working out. Mm-hmm. And and I remember somebody had a buddy who was like a shredder, amazing musician, guitar playing, yeah. but guitar player, just a, a really sweet guy. But, you know, he made his money like working at a gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, he sold gym memberships. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was a great salesman. Now I'm a great salesman mm-hmm. and I have mad respect for his skills. You know what I mean? Cause he sold the <laughs> shit out of me, but he came in and he's like, look, man, you know, like when you turn 60, you think you should stop working out? I'm like, no. He's like, here, just, <laughs> and he just, he had all these things. He just cornered me with logic. And he said, here's what you want to do, Johnny. He goes for the next two weeks, just come to the gym every day. You know what I mean? He goes, I don't want you to work out every day. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to work out like three times a week, but come to the gym every day, just come in and do some cardio, do some sit-ups and go home. Yeah. But come to the gym every day. So mm-hmm. some days are going to be more productive than other days. Mm-hmm. But if you come to the gym every day for two weeks, he said, then you'll, then you'll have a habit for him yeah. and you'll do it. And so did I get any stronger running cardio on the days where I wasn't lifting? No, but I went every day mm-hmm. and he was right. And I'm way stronger because of that one day didn't break the chain. Right. And do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like your point. Like if you're like, it's like, ah, oh, it's not a failure when you spit out something that's just doesn't make you happy or doesn't get you totally mm-hmm. excited it, you spit it out yeah you showed up today you showed up to the gym okay yeah. now go about your day go about your business and do it again tomorrow oh yeah james clear talks about that in the clear habits journal about set ridiculously low goals of success for habit formation yeah show up to the gym i'm gonna drive by today i'm gonna drive by for two weeks in a row <laughs> then i'm gonna go i'm gonna step in <laughs> You know, and what it is, it's the goal is not working out. The goal is building a habit of working out or to become someone who works out. Yeah. That's success is like the identity, not the doing. It's the being. Yeah. Oh, Johnny's the guy that works out, not Johnny has worked out. Yeah. And Brent's the kind that does song title, not challenge, but challenge. Yeah. Song title what? And the song title habit and the song title habit. And the song title habit. You want to be somebody that does song title habit. So show up every day. Yeah. I'm a guy that comes up. I'm a guy that shows up every day and at least comes up with a title. Yeah. Every day. I'm that guy. Yeah. And that's part of my identity. I mean, obviously, it's not where I find my identity, but it's part of like, hey, I'm the guy that does this. It's not just something I do. It's yeah. like, it's part of it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you want to be proactive. You want to be patient. Number three, you want to be precise because a vague notion is not an idea. A title is not an idea either. A title is just words. It's what you make those words mean that matters. It's okay if you start writing with only a vague notion. The first draft often helps us figure out what our song is about. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. That's kind of discovery writing. Like, oh, I got this notion. I'm going to go explore it. You might explore that in like morning pages. 
where I'm just going to brainstorm. I'm going to write it out longhand or type it out. And I'm just spitting everything out that comes in my mind around this topic. I'm just brainstorming, getting it all out. And through the course of that, I may start honing that idea and going, oh, here's that vein of truth. Almost like you're just mining a bunch of, it's almost all rock. But then you find that little vein of truth, that little vein of gold, and you start following that. And that's cool too. Like you don't have to have it all figured out before you start. You can have, that may lead to analysis paralysis. Yeah. You want to avoid that, right? You want to beat up the blank page bully. Start getting something out. That's part of why song title challenge is helpful because there's no pressure. There's no stakes. Start spitting stuff out. I'm not sitting down to write a song. I'm just sitting down to explore this idea. Okay. Hold on. Let me jump in real quick. So I'm just thinking about okay, what I said before. You may think, you may think I was being snarky. I was being a little snarky, but I'm also being very serious at the same time with a snarky attitude. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just thinking about like two really super cliche song titles. I'm back on the song title thing. Okay. Yes. Two really cliche song titles, right? Clouds in the sky. What can you do with that, Johnny? And then cream in my coffee. What can you do with that, Johnny? Mm. Well, if you cut out clouds and then in mm-hmm. and then the and then sky, and then you cut out the word cream and then in uh-huh. and then the and then coffee, and you just do a swip swap, but also it's clouds in my coffee. Right. And that's what? Well, and that's, that's, you know, that's, you're so vain, right? But yeah. I mean, that's just a great, all of a sudden, that's a title. Yeah, that's interesting. Clouds in my coffee, and, you know, cream in my coffee. It just sounds like you're, I'm looking at something. I'm, I'm looking you're at... You're the cream in my coffee. You're you helping not, life not be so bitter. Whatever. Yeah, and it's just like, man, about clouds in my coffee. Like, oh. That's interesting. Right? So now now brings me another thing. Like, is it against our rules to take, like, some of these cliche titles that I have and uh, piles of? And then can we just do, like, a combo of two song title challenges where two people said in a song title, I'm like, I'm combining these to make this. <laughs> well, I think if we hang a lantern on it and explain why there's a learning opportunity in there going, this is why this title is not interesting, but maybe you, you do this and this together. So I think as long as it's educational, then that's what on I mean. occasion, if we need to, I ain't scared like we say, it. here's the one title, mm-hmm. here's the other title. And I'll just call it, man. I'm be like, look, this is, like you read this in, I don't know what, I don't even know how to describe how I know there's, it just seems like zero thought process. In it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Let's open a magazine and put their finger I down. Mean, what's the difference between like something like the request, which isn't like some super descriptive thing, but it does leave an open loop. Like what's right. the, what is the request, right? Mm-hmm. Versus, you know, clouds in the sky. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's. Living without you. Yeah. That's been done. How do I, you know, like, I mean, yeah, eh, come on. But but again, I think you write them down and start switching some stuff around. Take three Mm -hmm. seconds, and all of a sudden, it's like oh, you find some alliteration that works, and it's like oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah. That's I mean, that's a valid technique for sure to come up with that. Yeah, I've done that before. I mean, they say make a list of nouns, verbs, and adjectives Mm -hmm. to start listing them, and then just randomly pointing and putting some together, and just see what happens. You know, the alchemy, the chemistry experiment, the refrigerator magnet game. Yeah. Yeah, the refrigerator magnet. It's a chemistry experiment. Let's throw these things together and see if it blows up. Yeah. So Sorry. So, no, that's fine. So your first draft may be for finding out your song ideas about your morning pages or your just freehand stuff. That's cool. If you start off with a vague notion, that's fine. But by the time you call the song finished, like it better be crystal clear what the idea, what the point of the song is. Mm-hmm. So you better believe that if your song's idea is unclear to you, it will be unclear to the listener. Not hazard to say that if you can't tell me in one or two sentences what your song is about, your idea is not ready yet. So your song is not finished yet. Again, that doesn't mean that you're not ready to start writing. It just means you're not finished 
writing yet. Now, this is mainly for country, for CCM, for Southern Gospel. Now, some rock and some, I'd say mainly for some rock, some folk. You know, there's stuff out there like, I do not know what Come Together is about for the Beatles, other than I think they liked the way those words sounded together. And that worked for them. So certain genres, your mileage may vary. Yeah. It may be more abstract art. Susu Studio. Mm-hmm. So there are some of those. Listen to the whole, to the whole uh, Mother Love Bone record, Apple. Mm-hmm. That's just a fantasy land. That's a trip down the rabbit hole lyrically, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just says weird shit, but it's, he's just so cool with it. Yeah. It's cool as hell. Star Dog Champion. What the hell does that mean? Right. <laughs> and a lot of that is artist writers. Yeah. Okay. So if you're not the artist and you're the writer hoping to get another artist to do it, especially in country, Southern Gospel, CCM, mm-hmm. like, the clarity has to be there where they listen to it. Not only does it sound awesome, but they go, man, that speaks to me. And that's going to speak to my audience. They don't want to speak gibberish to their audience. It's got to speak to them and speak to their audience with clarity. And so clarity comes from precision. You want to be precise in your ideas. Again, you don't have to be I can, I, can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. So for me, like when I was writing, I didn't ever think that my ideas were vague. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were clear to you because what I was writing about was very clear to me in my head, mm-hmm. and I had the curse of knowledge. Yeah, but I was doing a shetaceous job of translating yeah. that and communicating that in words, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like the craft of taking what you see inside your head or what you feel inside your heart mm-hmm. and trying mm-hmm. to communicate that in a way that's going to make somebody who doesn't feel that way mm-hmm. and who can't see what you see see what you see and feel what you feel, right? But sometimes I think with writers, at least this is my story, it wasn't vague. That feeling wasn't vague to me. Mm -hmm. That image wasn't vague to me, whatever it was I'm trying to convey. So I'm thinking that when I write this down, because I'm feeling this way, that just because I'm feeling this way through the words, they're going to feel that way. Right. And a couple of fixes for that. One is just time and practice, trying to get some distance, put it away a little bit, come back to it later when you're not in that same emotional spot and go, do I know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Another way to do that is co-writing, because if you're throwing out lines that I don't understand, I'll tell you, wait, I'm not quite getting that. What Explain that to me. <laughs> and so just in the process of co-writing, yeah. a lot of that kind of shakes out. Yeah, yeah. Correct. It doesn't become as much of a problem. Now, it can still be a problem if y'all are talking about it, you're talking through the idea, and it still doesn't end up on the page. Yeah. But it helps mitigate some of that, yep. some of that danger through co-writing, because you're having to. One thing, it makes you be precise. And then you still have to work out to making sure it's on the page. Yeah, I think well, I think that's the difference between cliche stuff too. Like, you know, I've done a boatload of amateur song demos and I'm just like, okay, so I don't think this person, they're just not communicating what they're feeling very well, you know, but I think, I, but they feel it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's lost in translation. That's the, yeah. that's the issue, but okay. All right, let's go to number four. Be prepared. As the Lion King would say, be prepared. (laughs) So take song ideas seriously and act accordingly. Write your ideas down instead of just relying on your memory. Okay, so the brain is a great place for having ideas. It's a terrible place for keeping them. I've had titles wait years to be written. If I just kept that in my head, they'd be gone. No way. I've had a lot of life happen between now and 10 years ago. So keep your ideas where you can access them. Mm -hmm. Writing your idea down means nothing if it's in a crumpled up napkin on the floorboard of your F-150. It doesn't matter. You have to be able to get to it when you need it. And so, you know, I have a hookbook, right? So I have one on my laptop. I have one in the cloud. I have lists in my phone, on paper, like, and eventually they all consolidate onto my one master list. 
so I can find them so I can do my song title challenge because I'm coming up with a lot of titles every year because I'm doing song title habit plus the ones that just pop into my head. So I'm coming up with hundreds of titles a year. I got to keep up with this. Otherwise, they're, they do me zero good. So your ideas are money. And just like it doesn't do you any good to get a check in the mail and lose it before it gets to the bank, it doesn't do you any good to get a great idea and forget it before you write it down and capture it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got a check for $1,000. That's great. Where's the check? I don't know. Yeah. But I got a check. You can't spend that. It never made it to your bank account. Chevy Chase and Caddyshack. Yeah. You got to put the money in the bank. This is a check for $70,000. Keep it. Right. <laughs> you got to put the hook in the book. It's like you got to put the money in the bank. Put the hook in the book or you can't spend it. Yeah. So even if you put the check in the bank, it doesn't do you any good if you never have your wallet with you when you're in the checkout line. Right. right. So, you know, we've got our hook. We got our check. We put it in the bank. We put it in the hook book. It doesn't do you any good if you never have that around when you're writing. And so you want to keep it around. You want to keep it in a notebook or digital in the cloud, whatever works for you. And you want to actually have it around when it's time to write. Great ideas are worthless if you're not prepared to use them. And so that's just an important thing to think about. You want to, when it comes to the four P's, you want to be proactive. You want to go out and you want to go searching for them. You want to be patient. Not everything that comes to you is going to be great. I don't do any really any real quality control when I'm writing songs onto the list. I do that when I write songs off the list, right? Mm -hmm. When I decide what to write and turn into a song, that's when I do my quality control. Uh, But on the way on the list, say that again. I don't do quality control for what gets on the list. I use my quality control to see what I'm going to write from that list. Right. So those three, you want to be precise. So a title is not an idea. A title is just words. What you make those words mean, that matters. And then number four, you want to be prepared. You want to be prepared to capture those ideas so that you can pull them back out when you need them. And so that's what I have for today. I want you to be proactive, be patient, be precise, be prepared, and then you can be prosperous. Look at that. That was the fifth one. I just made it. Hey, bonus P. Hey, look at that. But I have a gift for you for hanging out, and that is a free ebook called Six Ways to Make Your Songs More Commercial. You can get that at six, as in the number six. Six ways. What is it? Ah, I got to look it up, actually. I just brain froze on it. Let's see. (laughs) I got to look it up now. I may pause this. Oh, six simple ways. That's what it is. Six simple ways dot songwriting pro.com. That is the number six simple ways dot songwriting pro.com. You can also just go to songwriting pro.com. You'll find it. Uh, but it's my gift to you. Just tell me where to send it. I'll send you this free PDF ebook that'll help you upgrade all your song ideas. And that's what I got. Perfect, man. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of another song, not song title challenge. Look at me. I'm it's <laughs> on your brain. <laughs> brings us to the end of another killer climb episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Join the climb community. Tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.